Welcome to In In It It Together. Together. I'm Jay. And I'm Courtney. And this is our podcast where we discuss mental health and self-improvement from a couple's perspective. Thanks for joining us again. Yes, welcome back. I'm really excited for today. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, it is going to be a good uh, podcast. We're going into a topic that you touched upon in your recent newsletter. So for all our listeners to subscribe to us through Patreon, you guys get a newsletter every month that Courtney puts a lot of time and effort into. So if you guys don't subscribe to us, Make sure you take a look at the description of this podcast. We're going to put a link there for you. If you subscribe, you'll get the newsletter. And why don't you talk a little bit about what this month's newsletter is? So this one was really exciting for me, right? It's February. It's Valentine's Day. Woo, you know, and I don't know how I feel about that. It's like one day a year I have to show you I love you. So I thought, why don't we kick off February with learning to really love yourself? So I really focused the newsletter on just that. What is self-love? What does love mean? And part of that is love languages. You need to know how you receive and how you give love. And there's some exercises and some fun things in there so that you can start really learning that about yourself and learning to love yourself. And what better month than February, right? And that's what we're going to talk about today, right? Our podcast is about love languages. What are they? How do you use them? And how do you start to learn what yours is and what your partner's? Exactly. So it's going to be great. And it's going to give you an opportunity to really start learning what it truly means to demonstrate an act of love for yourself. So let's start with what are love languages? So the term love language, it was coined by this marriage counselor called Gary Chapman, right? So he did some work and he found throughout the years that people don't give and receive love the same ways and it's not the same between each two people. You know, it changes. And so really it's just the ways in which we receive and give love and our personalities shape that. Our experiences shape that, how we grew up and how we received it or didn't receive it. So ultimately, it's just the way in which you can feel love and how others feel love. And it's really important to know it. Yeah, because a lot of people don't understand that we all have these different love languages, right? We we give love in a certain way and we receive love or we perceive love from someone else in a certain way. And that could be based on, you know, our traumas in certain instances or just our personalities in general. Right. So that's what we're going to really delve into. What are these languages and what what does it look like for us to give it and how, what it looks like for us to receive it? And that's a good point that you just said. So most people think That how they show another person that they care about them is how they receive it. But it's not that. We can receive and we can give two different love languages. And it's important to know that sometimes you may have two. It's not just one. You may feel a little bit of love from more than one of them. And that's okay. And knowing that can really help provide balance in your life. And coming back to being Valentine's Day, right? We've all been told that, you know, giving gifts is the thing you do right you to especially as a man and you have a a female partner right it's flowers and candy and whatever it is but that may not be her love language yeah you know and it's funny though and it's it's society places a lot of these stresses on if you love someone this is what you're gonna do and so you go and do it and then you wonder why like why aren't we connecting what's going on here why doesn't this person seem appreciative i just went and got you all these gifts and it's like, yeah, that that's nice and all, but 
you know, if, if quality time is, is your thing, then, you know, you just, you just have to do what works in that relationship and not buy into certain holidays or not buy into certain, you know, beliefs that may not fit that. And that's why you may find unhappy people or people in relationships that are like, we're doing everything here and it's not working. Well, this is the perfect episode to start at too, is just really learning to love yourself. Because if you don't know how you feel loved, how is somebody else supposed to know then? You know, and it just creates this miscommunication. So it's, it's, it's important that you know that and you know the differences within yourself and with your partner. And, you know, it's, this is where you start. And it's funny, you would say that we have a very good relationship, right? I would hope. Yes, I, I think we do. No, we do. We really do. And we've just recently started to really understand love languages and really learn how to communicate in that way. Right. And we I would say, you know, our relationship has gone even further. We we're closer because we know how to communicate with each other. Right. Now you understand what I need and I understand what you need. And for a long time, the way I thought I was giving you love. Right. And a lot of it was like my strength. And, OK, I want to pres- make sure you're safe and make sure you're you're stable and secure. That came off as something more, a little bit more detrimental to you. Right. And now that I've that I'm understand how you communicate how i understand how you are loved i can easily now speak your love language and it's made our relationship a lot better I think. and and i'm gonna be honest here it's made me want to be around you more and you know we can kind of go into your love language but it's like a win-win and so i'm just gonna test you how many years this month have we been together 18. Oh, you're good. So it's been 18 years that we've been together. We met. We actually started talking, I think, the week before, a little bit before Valentine's Day. And it's been 18 years. And we are just now understanding how we need to receive and give love to one another. So it's never too late. It's never too late to figure it out. Yeah. And I don't think there's ever been in question whether we love each other, right? We've all, we know that we love each other we've you know again it's been 18 years we've been through a lot together and that's never been a question i think but understanding and speaking love languages has made the relationship so much more fulfilling because now i can genuinely give you the love that you've been seeking for so long and the same thing with me you you reciprocate that love to me and you know we're so much happier in the relationship because of that because we can speak each other's love language exactly so it's really important and you know most people don't even know what the love languages are they don't know they just know what they were brought up doing or didn't have and they just assume that this is what i have to do and so that's why this podcast is really going to help you so that's the perfect segue so what are the love languages well they say that there's seven but honestly there's truly five and you can have subcategories underneath you know there's words of affirmation quality time receiving gifts, physical touch, and acts of service. Those are the five major love languages. So let's talk about like what they look like. What do these love languages look like? And we'll just go one by one, right? And we can give examples of each one. And I know now, right, that yours is words of affirmation. Mine, of course, is quality time. So let's, let's just talk about them. All right. So let's start off with words of affirmation, right? This was mine. This is mine. Although there's an, uh, there's another one that I like too, but this is the one that speaks to my heart. This particular love language is what gives me that jolt of dopamine love and I just feel valued and appreciated and I want to love back harder. 
because I feel good in that moment. So words of affirmation are finding moments throughout the day where if your partner does something or even for yourself, nice words have to come out of your mouth, right? So if we're looking at self-love language, which is what we talk about, it's like, hey, you're doing a good job. You got this. You know, beating yourself up, that's not showing yourself your love language. You're just becoming your own abuser, right? So it's really important that if words of affirmation is how you receive love, you have to talk to yourself in a positive manner. You got this. You can accomplish this. It's okay. We all make mistakes. You're fine. You're hanging in there. Now, if you're the partner, if someone does something nice for you, it's learning to say thank you for that. That really means a lot to me. You're really special to me. You know, if your significant other's love language is words of affirmation and they bring you something to eat, thank you so much for doing that. That is so kind of you. This tastes delicious. Simple. It's just a compliment. Now, of course, we want to be genuine. You don't want to just be thrown up like, hey, you know. But finding those genuine opportunities and meaning it, we can feel that. We yeah, know. no lies of affirmation here, right? Oh, my goodness. The first time I told Jay about like words of affirmation, he goes, I don't speak lies of affirmation. He was just joking, but I literally felt like falling apart and crying. But I know that that's just his personality because he's honest. So I know if he's telling me you're an amazing wife, thank you for doing this. I know he means it. So it was just a joke. So make sure that you're honest with what you say, but understand that everything that comes out of your mouth will either feel like love or it will feel like rejection. That's how strong words of affirmation is. So if you tell your partner, I can't stand you right now, I want nothing to do with you, that hits them differently than someone else who, words of affirmation, they could care less if you tell them that you're proud of them because it's physical touch, they're like, eh. But for someone who speaks words of affirmation, those words cut through you where it's like your worth takes a chip, your self-love takes a chip because that's how you receive love. So being very careful about what you say to your partner or how you say it really makes the biggest difference. And I know this personally now. I get this because this is my love language. And it was so hard for me because for me, right, uh, words of affirmation don't do nothing for me, right? <laughs> my love language is quality time, right? But it was tough for me because it, it felt like it cheapened it, right? Like I always thought you were an amazing woman, wonderful. And I, I, you, I showed you that with my actions, but I never said that with my words. And I never said that with my words because I felt like it cheapened it, you know, because for me, like, I don't need to, I don't need people to say, oh, you did a great job. I, I can do that for myself. So I don't need that, right? So I saved those moments, those times of praise for when I thought you really went above and beyond, right? So let me just, cut off not cut you off let me just interject so it's not about praise and external validation let me just make that clarity it's about showing gratitude for your partner in a way that communicates that so you know if, if your partner does something that's nice for you you're not looking for a good job you're looking for thank you it means a lot that you would do that you're you're a fantastic wife or you know if if there's a conversation something's been happening or something and you see your partners doing something amazing for themselves it's like you're a really amazing woman. Do you know that? So it's not it's not looking for them to validate you or it's not looking for a positive praise or good job. It's looking for them to find your qualities and just say it out loud to you because that's their way of saying, hey, I recognize and I see that strength in you and that's awesome. Thanks for that clarification there. But yeah, absolutely. The point I was trying to make, it was so hard for me to to come to that realization. But once I started to do that, it's it, again, it's not something that... I'm telling you, and, and you know, I'm joking around with the lies of affirmation. 
it's really something I feel. You know, it's, it, I've always felt that way about you, right? I've always felt like you had all this potential that I, I could see just needed that that one little push, right? And that's what that was. Being, you know, giving you that and, and, and just telling you what I've already felt, but I just didn't vocalize made such a difference. What have you noticed? Since speaking my love language, what's something that's right off the bat you've said, oh, that's new or that's interesting? I think you've always been confident, right? But it's it's to another level, I think, right? I think you you I can see how much you appreciate when I do that, when I when I speak that that language to you, I can see that you're appreciative of, of it, that you really take it in and that you turn around. And like like you said, right now that you know my love language, you're so much more willing to love me back the way I'm loving you. You know, it works. It just works. So words of affirmation, that's what it is. Again, it's just finding the time like, yeah, maybe you've been in a relationship for a really long time. It's like, yeah, they know I love them. Just say it. Just every once in a while, just say it. When we're talking, right? When we're talking, we have the vibration going on. You know, when we talk about energy, we talk about this all the time. So when you hear someone that you love say these words and it just vibrates and it just hits your heart, that's where words of affirmation come from. So yes, I think more people often than not don't realize how important words are and how they're received. So there's your words of affirmation. All right. So let's move on to what are the other ones? So the next one that I want to talk about is quality time, right? So quality time just as it says, very simple, very easy. It's not necessarily about doing things with someone, but just being present, being mindful, quality, spending time, maybe doing something that that person enjoys doing. So if your significant other loves playing games or loves, you know, going for walks that you just say, hey, can I come along? You just be there with them and enjoy that activity with them. It's just spending quality time with them. And sometimes it's just being present you know, and that happens to be your love language. Yeah. Sometimes I, I don't even need you to talk, right? Sometimes I just need you to be there with me. And we've talked about like in other podcasts, like bodily doubling, and that's kind of a form of body doubling too, right? When you're just there present. And for me in particular, like just you being in the room sometimes while I'm doing something is a way and, but that you genuinely want to be there. I guess that's the, that's the big distinction, right? You genuinely want to spend time there even if we're both undertaking some tasks on our own but the fact that you want to do that task beside me tells me that you want to spend that quality time and that's my love language yes and you know what's well, i don't want to say it's funny but once you started to really speak mine i was like i want to spend more time with this guy i want to spend qual i like him I want to go sit in a room with him. I want to go spend time with him like it was when we were dating. So, yes, quality time. That's all. It literally, it speaks for itself. So what's the next one? Receiving gifts. So receiving gifts, just as it says, you feel loved when someone gets you a gift or makes something for you or does something for you. So don't, they don't have to go out to coach and buy something for you, but they can come home and say, hey, I found your favorite brownie at the store. I picked it up for you. Or, you know, they, they make you a card. You like to receive things. You like someone to give you something tangible that you can walk away with. So this is why some parents love cards that their kids make them in school and others rip them up and put them in the trash. It just really depends on the parent, right? And it really depends on the love language. So receiving gifts. And these are the people that they want you to go big, you know, do something nice. You don't have to get me a million little things, but get me a gift that shows me how much you love me. 
So, I mean, it's, it's be, again, it speaks for itself. They like to receive gifts. And not everybody has that love language. But if you do, you just want someone to go and do something and get something for you and say, here, I was thinking of you. This is for you. And on that point, right, one of the ways I show love is giving gifts. That's, you know, my love language to receive love is quality time. But my love language when it comes to giving it is giving gifts. And now I understand why I would get gifts for you. And, you know, I wouldn't always get that response. And it was the gifts that I didn't think you were going to like that you ended up liking because I put so much thought in it, which was quality time of thinking of you. Like, I understand that now. So now we're going to talk about physical touch, which is my second love language. Like I said, words of affirmation is it for me. But I do like physical touch. And physical touch, again, it's all about hugs. It's about the little rub on the shoulder. It's the little tap. You know, it's the little run your hand through my hair. It's just feeling that human connection, that kiss, that cuddle, that spending time holding hands. You just want to touch your partner and you want your partner to, to touch you back. You want to you want to feel that connection. And that's ultimately what it comes down to. Some people aren't huggers. And this can be really challenging in a relationship when that other person's love language happens to be physical touch. And you can feel like this person doesn't love me. They don't even want to touch me. And that's not the case at all. It's just something that they're uncomfortable with. So knowing each other's can help you find ways to actually speak it where it can work. So physical touch, just what it says. Touch me, hold me, hold my hand, rub my hair, you know, do things like that. To, I need to know that you're present. And again, to bring back to the the point that I made about the way I give love, right? All of these can be ways you receive and can be ways that you give, right? So in terms of like your physical touch, right? So sometimes we have a partner that, that likes it and sometimes they, they, they don't. Or sometimes we like to give it. Like physical touch can be like a pat on the butt, right? If, yeah, I do this a lot with, with Courtney, right? When we're walking by, you know, you give her a pat. And that's kind of my way of showing my love to you, right? If physical touch was not your love language, you might not like that, right? Even though that's me showing you love, right? I'm not praising you or saying something nice, which is what you normally like. Luckily, you do like physical touch as well. But you might have a partner that doesn't like that, right? Even though that's your way of showing that you love them, they're not perceiving that, because that is not their love language. So understanding these are the languages and understanding that we receive love this way and we can also give love this way is very important. Absolutely. And I, I, I think you did a really great job encompassing that. Some people may not like that and it can actually cause issues in a relationship. So it's really great that you said that. So that kind of goes into our last one, which is acts of service. And sometimes this can be misperceived as fawning. Like, because all, because that's how I would show love, acts of service. I'll, can I get you something? I would make you a sandwich. You weren't even hungry. I'd bring you a drink. You weren't even thirsty. I'd, I'd, you'd be sitting there on the couch watching a show and I'm over there tucking you in. And you're like, what are you, I'm not even cold. What are you doing? I just find ways to, how can I make you feel better? Can I get you some food? Can I do this? Always looking for opportunities. Like, what can I do for you? Like, can I clean up something for you? Can I organize? Or, hey, like I remember one time your your, your tool shed was all messed up or, you know, the little closet. I, I organized it for you. You know, that's how I showed love. Not realizing, like, I never got, not praise, but, you know, it was like, oh, thanks. Those are things you could do for yourself. 
You just wanted my quality time. So I always felt like I didn't love you enough or I couldn't do enough. And all it was was just speaking two different love languages. But that's how I show love. It was difficult for me to to spend quality time. I didn't know what, what really that looked like. So acts of service is just that. What can I do for you? I'm bringing, you know, you have you may have a spouse that doesn't really show you, you know, physical touch or words of affirmation, but they wait on you hand and foot. And that's just how they show you love. And that goes back to my point, right? The the uh, example that I gave earlier, right? For me, I didn't understand that that was your love language, right? I didn't understand that you doing things for me was you showing me love. I it wasn't I wasn't perceiving that as love because, again, it was not my love language, right? So, so again, back to that point, right? Sometimes we have to identify when. Like her love language to give love is those acts of service. And now I can appreciate it more because even though that's not she's not talking to me specifically, I know that that's still her showing me love in her way. And I can appreciate that a little bit more now. Yeah. You know, she's no longer the annoying wife. That's just she's just trying to show me love and she does it all day long. That's fantastic. We can go to quality time now. So that was great. And those are the five love languages. I mean, that's primarily it. Can you have more than one? Yes. Can one be more dominant than the other? Absolutely. Can they shift as you grow and change and heal? Yes. But knowing what you need during that time is key. Communicating at all times to yourself and to your partner if those things shift is also important. So hopefully you're walking away being like, okay, I know how I receive and how I give, and now I feel like I can be more confident in, in doing this. Yeah, absolutely. That's the most important, right? Identifying what your love language is and what your partner's love language is. So not only are you working together to provide what each other needs, but you also can show that to yourself to start to love yourself deeper. So we're going to take this moment to pause for our special message. When we get back, we'll talk about identifying you, what your love language is, what your partner's is, and how to effectively communicate. So stay with us. We always hear how much the podcast has positively impacted all of you. So now, here's an opportunity to help us continue making content, and we've made it simple by partnering with Patreon. You can find the link in the episode description. For your subscription, we've added additional bonus incentives, which include a newsletter, access to the In It Together Patreon group, and special access to upcoming private episodes with Jay. For our top subscribers, you'll even get monthly access to Jay and I via Zoom. We're grateful for your support, and don't forget to keep sharing the podcast with everyone you know. Together, we can help grow the In It Together family. Now back to the podcast. So we've been talking about love languages and what they are. So let's talk about like how do we identify our love languages? Well, first and foremost, self-awareness is going to be key. Right. We actually did a great podcast on that. My newest YouTube episode is on that as well to teach you the skills needed so that you can start being more self-aware. But there are exercises that you can do. And one of them is journaling. I know this is going to sound crazy. I talk about journaling all the time, but it is so informative and you can learn so much about yourself. So I always tell people when you're learning to figure out, hmm. How do I receive love? You need to think and write down the situations in your life that felt good to you. What happened during those times that you truly felt love? And you write down every single one of those circumstances. Whether you're in a relationship, identify them. If it's with a friendship, identify them. And you write them down. And then you find the common denominator between those circumstances. So maybe you find 
that it was every single time you were doing an activity together. You went to the beach, you did this, maybe you went out to dinner, maybe you just watched a movie, and you started to recognize that what you were getting from all of those situations was just quality time. You're going to start recognizing that it doesn't matter what I'm doing. As long as you want to be with me and you genuinely want to spend time with me, I'm going to feel loved. It's really important to do that exercise in that way so that you can find the patterns. The pattern is the love language. You know, so doing the journaling work is really, really important. And that helps you find the ones that you feel best about. And then communicating that, you know, communicating that to the people in your lives. And letting them know. And sometimes it's just, just showing appreciation. So it's maybe it's to your partner and says, hey, just want to say I really appreciate when you do X, Y, and Z with me. I really feel love when you do that. That shows your partner and your partner recognizes, oh, wait a minute. They like that. That's good. And that's something I'm willing to do. Communicating self-awareness are going to be huge when implementing the things that I'm talking about. Yeah, I think being self-aware, just by listening to this podcast, I think you've been made much more aware of what these things are, right? So just knowing the love languages, right, the five, and just having them present in your mind as you do these things, right? So, you know, if if when you get a gift, it's meh, or it's really elation and, and excitement, then you know, hey, maybe that's one of my love languages, right? Same thing with physical touch. If you're always... If you always want to hug, if you always and you and that makes you feel very, you know, good and gives you that dopamine rush, then you're on the right track of, oh, this might be my love language. And then you identify what yours is and then you start to identify, okay, what makes me feel good when I do this for someone, right? Maybe again, it might be the acts of service. Just doing something for someone makes you feel good. Or giving a gift makes you feel good. Or telling someone you know, great job makes you feel good. Now you've identified this is how I give love. And that's all this is, right? Understanding what they are, you're already halfway there. Exactly. And that's the work that you do. You can use the same journaling activity I just talked about for anything you're trying to become more aware of. When you find patterns, patterns give you answers. And when you have answers, you can start making the progress. So now that you know, okay, I've written down all of these things, I've written down all of these circumstances, and I'm starting to find how I give and receive love, you do that same activity with your partner. What makes you feel loved? You know, and and think about, man, and, and maybe even before asking them, Think about all the things you've done for your partner and write it out and track their responses. Wow, I got a really big response with this. I got a big response. This got me zero response. And start kind of looking at that. And sometimes that's hard to do. I mean, we, we should have did that and we didn't. We had to find out differently. But you can always go to your partner and say, hey, what do you like more? If I was to do this or this, which one would you pick? It's just having that open conversation because your partner might be like, you know what? I really cannot stand this. But for whatever reason, whenever you just come by and run your fingers through my hair, you just kind of give me a hug. I just feel so good. You're going to be like, oh, that's physical touch. You know, it's just having a conversation. What do you like? You know, and then asking them, what makes you feel good when you do something for somebody? What do you like? Do you like to do this, this, this or this and see how they respond to that? That's all that it is. Healing, changing, improvement, self-love, love languages, no matter what you're looking at, it's all about questions. It's all about processing. It's all about becoming more self-aware. And luckily, we have podcast episodes on all of that. So you can get everything you need right here. And you have to be genuine, right? And we talk a little bit about, like, loving yourself. That's where it really, really starts, right? You have to 
start to learn to love yourself because you can't love someone else until you start to learn to love yourself. Effectively, that is. You know, we can all have love for other people, but genuinely true love starts with yourself. So start by showing those love languages to yourself. You know, start there. Once you identify your love language, giving and receiving, start doing that for yourself because that's going to help you grow as an individual and grow as a partner because you want to be genuine because it's important that you just not do these things because, okay, this is her love language. I have to speak it. But you want to genuinely love that person to the point that, okay, I'm doing this because not just because of obligation because she's the person that's with me, but because I genuinely want her to feel good. And they will reciprocate. Exactly. So let's go through it real quick. Now, for me, and I didn't realize this, this is something you guys want to think of, words of affirmation. Talking down to myself and beating myself up, no bueno. You have to say nice things to yourself. Acts of service, go get a pedicure, go go to the barbershop, get a lineup, go do something nice for yourself. Physical touch, give yourself a nice hug, go get a massage, right? Receiving gifts, go buy something for yourself. Go pick something that you've wanted. Quality time, do something that you enjoy. Binge watch that Netflix show that you've been wanting to do. Do that puzzle. Do that arts and crafts. Very, very easy to learn to start loving yourself. You need to give yourself permission. That's it. Give yourself permission to love yourself the way you receive it. And then your life will start to change from there. And you'll start to feel whole and balanced and worthy. It all starts from there. Absolutely. I hope you guys got some great information. Now you can start to communicate and use these love languages with your partner, with yourself, for your whole self-improvement journey. Stay with us for the next podcast. So guys, if you aren't following me already, you can find me on TikTok at ask.courtney, on Instagram at askcourtney underscore, and on YouTube at askcourtney. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future podcast, you can reach us at podcast with an S at epiphanymedia.com. We'd love to hear your stories, guys. So make sure to reach out. And as always, we're all in this together, so stay safe. Remember, there's no shame in asking for help. Till next time.